Hello, welcome to June's edition of Beer Here Now, the official Thornbridge Brewery podcast. Uh, I'm James. And I'm Adam. And uh, we are at the newest member of the Thornbridge family. We're at the Eagle on Ecclesall Road. We'll find out a bit more about the uh, the venue in uh, a little while. Uh, first of all, let's do some introductions because we've got five of us today. It's a packed table. Uh, we've got Rebs from Thornbridge. Hello. Hello. And we've got Toby, who is the, let me get this right, you are the manager of the Eagle. I am, yeah. Hello. Brilliant. And we've got Ed Cousins from Reverend of the Makers. Good evening. And uh, the specific reason, you're not just popped by for, uh, for a drink. I just wandered in off yeah. the street, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, uh, there are a couple of reasons why uh, you're here that we'll, um, we'll come to in a bit. Um, first of all, we can't possibly do this podcast without having a beer. Um, so let's crack one open, and uh, this is the first time I have seen in person. It is Lucas in a can. Um, Delightful! It's absolutely lovely. It is a work of art. It's it is beautiful. beautiful. Um, Rebs, when did this this released? Yesterday, day before, a couple of days ago. Yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Wow! Fresh off the line. We're all good together then. I'm going yeah, for let's it. Get, I'm going for it. Let's let's <laughs> crack in. Oh. It looks like someone's done that spray on it you now, and you know, I've referred to it. Yeah, it's kind it's, of. It's got a lovely kind of I dew on the outside of the car. Before you all stand up, I just mm. went out and scraped them. Cheers. Now, Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that shimmers off the gold on the top. Nah. I think we can safely say it's probably the first time that any of us have had Lucas in can, maybe with the exception of... Reds. No, it's my first time as well. I just voted well. them yesterday. Didn't even, okay. didn't even taste. I just wish we had a beautiful sunny day to be kind of marking the occasion with. It's a bit miserable and wet and windy outside, unfortunately. But it's tasting good. Is there an idea to get the, the larger can in this? No, no, sticking with 330 for Lucas. Yeah, perfect size. It is an insanely popular beer, isn't it? Very popular, yeah. Whenever we take it to beer festivals or anywhere, it, it always goes down an absolute storm and people generally recognise it wherever you go. So it, it has been going down really, really well and just getting it into can. Um, finally, I think it's been about 10 months since we announced we were going into cans so I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to be very very happy that it's uh, finally mm-hmm. come to fruition. One of the things I heard on the grapevine is a lot of it's a bit of a brewer's beer this one if any if any events are going off at Thornbridge a lot of the brewers gravitate towards Lucas. Yeah they do definitely um, and I think I mean Rob did a blog about it not long ago actually about the mm. fact that it is a brewer's beer and that um, at the end of a long hard day brewing it's the kind of perfect beer to sup on um, so yeah and it always goes down really really well where we do take it to events you do find many of the brewers coming up to the bar and uh, putting their glasses forward for a Lucas so it, yeah, it, is, it is really great. It tastes awesome. Mm. So it's been um, it's been canned, described as a hell's lager, four point two percent. Any plans to can the King Lucas variety coming soon? <laughs> Not at the moment, but never say never. You never know. I was just thinking that's that's like... a bit, that could be the four forty mil can, couldn't ah, it? You've got Lucas, and you've got the King yeah. Lucas yeah. in the four forty mil can. I'm sure, Robert. I'm sure, Robert approve if you. <laughs> Um, right, Toby, let's, uh, let's chat to you a bit because we're here at the uh, Eagle, which is opening this weekend. Um, now, for anyone that doesn't know, that's kind of racking their brains thinking, where is this, this new pub that's opening on Ecclesall Road? Just give us a bit of a, kind of a, a few lines about where we are and kind of the history of, of, of this place. So as far as I know, the history of this place was, has always been attached to Thormage in some manner of the beers being on the bar quite regularly. But it was formerly known as Cowshed, so it's 315 Ecclesall Road. Opposite Uncle Sam's, 
So people might know that that point <laughs> of interest. There. Um, so but it's, it's it's surrounded by some good good decent pubs, a variety of brew pubs and uh, micro pubs as well as Mercy Tavern across the road and, and whatnot. So, and I think it's been maybe in the pipeline for quite a while to renovate and refurb, and um, has happened at just the right time in the summer, isn't it? So, um, and the name the Eagle, obviously listed everywhere. Um, it's just a really strong, powerful name. Uh, oh, we, we were discussing before really? what, what the kind of like we were trying to make a connection between kind of cow shed, cows, mm. eagles. Hmm, not sure. <laughs> yeah, I, was, um, I think it's just um, from the, the inner regions of Jim and Simon's brains and just the eagles and stuff out. It's a good name, it's a good name. Um, so, obviously, it's been kind of closed for the last few weeks while the renovation work's been going on. Um, just tell us kind of, you know, how, how much work's kind of gone into what we're looking at now, which is it's got a very kind of blue um, and brown, sort of very majestic kind of feel to it inside. Lots of exposed brick, nice woodwork and everything as, as well. It's got a real kind of stylish vibe to it. I think from the outset, it was to come in here and try to like, bridge traditional and contemporary together. So some of the operation of the bar is really up to date modern piping and the bar's been completely refitted and there's no pumps on the front of the bar, the front bar's completely clear. That was with the intention to kind of have more interaction and more sort of a personal touch inside. And then obviously that opens up to quite impressive keg wall on the back with everything on there and just two cast lines. So it's a, it's a keg bar sort of primarily as well. But then the decor exterior to the bar is, is kind of bridging that traditional vibe which is, yeah, as you can see sort of, so I guess like vintage furniture, nice frame mirrors on the wall, the brickwork, the low lighting, um, obviously that blue being quite a rich kind of warm, cosy, as you were saying before, nice yeah, it's got really nice, it yeah, the nice kind of dark wood, it's very, it's very mm. cosy actually, mm. uh, especially on a day like today where it's very <laughs> nice outside. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, I think it's come off really good, I think, yeah, it's quite impressive in, in place now. So. So opening this weekend, um, yeah. and what's the um, what's the kind of the opening times and days and everything after that? So we um, Saturday is the big party. We open at twelve noon this Saturday, and there's some music throughout the day uh, from Caroline Francis and the Lights. We've got Jordan Ruka coming through as well, um, and a couple of DJs. And then in and amongst that, we've got the Eagles Rugby League Football Club coming on board to sort of. Okay. Show their faces. Drink it dry. Drink it dry. <laughs> <laughs> the captain's got a busted leg at the minute, so he's just, oh. be, just sitting in here enjoying so that. Um, to be closed on Sunday as you have to restock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are open on Friday um, as well from 12, but we've kind of always been aiming for the Saturday to be the, the big kind of um, herald in it and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and on Fridays and Saturdays, we stay open a bit later till half one for serving. Okay. So, um, will it be seven days a week? Seven days a week, Monday to Wednesday open from four, uh, Thursday to Sunday from 12. It's just that Friday and Saturday. Every other night we finish at 11, Friday and Saturday, half one. Very nice. And what can we expect from a beer point of view? I'm kind of sneakily looking over your heads to see what's in the, in the fridge. I can see some very good looking uh, bottles. So um, yeah, it's, 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 it's obviously heavily Thornbridge branded, especially to begin with. Just the range of Thornbridge at the moment is pretty, um, pretty awesome in, 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 to me. And um, we've got the whole variety. The phrase of the collaborations before pure, um, and on the kegs, obviously, what ten kegs there, two casks. So again, like it's littered with Thornbridge, it's going to have everything from AMPM, Lucasara, to Green Mountain, Florida Vice, Jaipur, Astrid on keg, uh, cask, sorry as well. Um, 
And then in time, I think we do want to build up a nice like canning selection to sort of support the Thornbridge cans um, of late. So um, sort of some of our favourite breweries. Um, and that is a little bit to do with like sort of some staff interest as well. It's going to be quite collaborative if people really okay. like there's some favourite breweries out there for some of the staff um, to stock in them and kind of make it a bit of a team effort. Okay. And, and what's, um, so what's your background? Because I know you've been involved with Thornbridge for, for a while. Mm. Um, I was at Greystones for five years, just under five years. And then I did some time over at the Cross Sides and Woodseats for a bit recently. Um, and just, yeah. Didn't think I'd, I don't know, I just sort of fell in love with craft beer, joined the Greystones and gone from there really. Um, so, buzzing to sort of be involved with the Eagle and kind of take it the next step. Um, yeah. So have you got, have you got like a favourite Thornbridge beer then? My favourite beer um, is Colorado Red. <laughs> it doesn't get approved very often, but uh, it's... Grief. I absolutely love it. Uh, Sequoia as well. Sequoia, so you've got the kind of like ambery kind of dark. Sequoia is really nice actually. Mm. Sequoia is really good. I think Sequoia is a very, very consistently good tasting beer. Mm. Cast keg, mm. wherever you drink it, it seems to taste lovely. So going back to like when you first, can you remember your first Thornbridge beer or anything that, you know, your first memory of Thornbridge? So you've been here quite a long time now. So. Um, yeah, General Sherman. General Sherman. Charlie wow. Brown. Okay. Wow. So you know, bringing out all the yeah. old, uh, yeah. old It's favorites. like a greatest hits, this. Yeah. So you, if you mix General Sherman and Charlie Brown together, it was like the best hybrid beer of like peanut hoppiness ever. Wow. Mm. So, did, did you find that out by kind of design or was it by, uh, by I was, spillage? I was led astray. So we always like to do a little quick fire thing and get you know get to know somebody a little bit quicker. You're probably going to answer some of these questions already, but because of the quite a statement of what beers you like, but if you were to pick pale or porter, 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 oh, yeah. wow. sour or saison, sour, ah. cask or keg. That's difficult <laughs> mm-hmm. because you some like, beers well, and well, if, you, if you if you could only ever have one format ever again. Think about the I've got to go like. because I just think Colorado Red tastes better on cask, so I'll go with cask. A can or bottle? Can. Can. And finally, double IPA or session IPA? Mmm. Differ all the way. Differ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was going to put that as a, a, a like a imperial stout, but I think you would have probably gone for that one. <laughs> Seeing <laughs> what beers you've gone yeah. for so far. It's <laughs> awesome. So outside of Thornbridge, what kind of kind of passions do you have outside of beer? Uh, I'm involved in a lot of music stuff uh, over the years, whether it's just running events or um, playing bands and DJing a bit as well. Um, that's kind of takes up a lot of my spare time, if I'm honest. I'm either out enjoying it or behind the scenes, sort of trying to run it or, or sort of playing it a little bit as well. Um, that obviously circles around bars and pubs and craft beer and all that that's the world as well. So you can have a bit of an influence on maybe some music in here then, yeah, possibly? Yeah. Because obviously Greystones is well known for having its mm-hmm. own bar, but this is a bit smaller and doesn't have its own mm-hmm. sort of music space. But um, I think it lends itself to it. I don't think it's going to sort of be a standout gig venue, but we definitely want to explore, um, yeah, just some sort of really nice, like, Ambience to it, so endorse that rather than be like a thorn good, good venue. Um, it's got a cosiness yeah, to it. I think it'd be nice. You can have people on the bar because you've got a clear bar, you won't have to run it, you can have just stood on the bar playing. Yeah, Ed will come down and Definitely run. quite short. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or crouch. Between the lampshades, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Brilliant. Toby, thank you very much. Um, so, Ed, Hello. speaking of mm. people that kind of like music and uh, you know, <laughs> playing a band, yeah. Um, welcome along. 
thank you, you for no, thank, thank you, you for, for having me. me. Um, so there's kind of a, I mean you've got plenty of stuff going on at the moment. Let's should we talk beer first mm, because um, uh, there's been a few occasions in the past now where we've had a, a, a Thornbridge and Reverend and the Makers kind of collaboration beer. Yeah. Uh, and this summer is is no different, but it's kind of like it is sort of like a bit of a greatest hits, isn't it? This. It is, and obviously that goes into the, the music chat, which I guess we'll have in a minute. But yeah, um, we've been brewing beers with Thornbridge, for, well, uh, I don't know, since 2012, I think, so seven years now. We've done uh, four Reverend beers and numerous other cask brews in between and all sorts of things. And yeah, this this summer, we're going back to where it all began with the, uh, the summer ale that we yes. brewed, which was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a favourite, I think, for a lot of people, and uh, yeah, it's uh, looking forward to tasting it again. If anyone doesn't remember it, just yeah. tell us a bit about it. Well, uh, I mean, my relationship with Thornbridge goes back. I strangely, I worked at the Greystones years ago. It's probably just before you joined, so I don't, I don't think you were there at the time. But that's how I met Simon and and all the guys at Thornbridge. And um, when we started up with. Um, our third album at the time we'd had a little break and we, we were kind of coming back and Simon said he knew I was interested in beer and he just said to me do you fancy doing a beer with, with Reverend and I sort of jumped at the chance really because I was I say, I mean, really into beer and, and doing a bit of home brewing and stuff and I said to him yeah we'll do it but I want to sort of get on, on board and, and help brew it and design the recipe and everything and you know get my hands dirty which I did and it was it's great and yeah, so we, we came up with the summer ale thing, and it, it, I don't know, there was just something sort of really kind of, uh, it just worked about the summer ale. The summer was, it was a really good summer, it was really sunny, and you know, we the band had come back, and we got a fresh album, and yeah, it just went really well, so it just went from there, really. and then every album since, we've always kind of done something, and tried to do something a bit different, and but yeah, we're, we're back with the greatest hit this summer. Yeah. Um, I, I know there were people that kind of, listen to this sort of thinking you know collaboration beers are, 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 are kind of ten a penny now there's a lot of collaboration mm. beers out there tend to be between kind of two breweries but then sometimes you'll get a collaboration with a brewery and someone that's not a brewery and the question kind of begs like well how involved are they really do they just put their name to it yeah well the, so so you guys have, have you know been really involved yeah. with, with with every step of the beers that you've done yeah well i mean so this is what i, I said to say at the time i was you said you want to do it and i was like yeah but i want to you know make a point of have actually been involved because there've been a lot of brews around. There was, I mean, the, the classic ones, the Iron Maiden one, the Trooper, which you know sells millions because they've got so many fans. And but it's just their name on it. Then obviously don't have anything to do with it. And there's there's been there yeah you're right. There was there was a few different breweries doing the kind of collaboration beers where they just sort of put the name to it and, and what have you. But it was quite important. I mean, it, it kind of harks back to what we do with the music. We you know we. We're very real with it. We you know, we do it all ourselves. You know, so we don't have any sort of outside influences. We want to sort of make sure we're taking care of what we do, and it's it's no different with the with the beer, really. So it kind of it, it made sense, really. And it, it was fun, you know. I was I was up at Thomas Hall, getting in on the, in the match tunnel, <laughs> digging it out, and you know, it was it was, it was a good laugh. So, um, which which kind of brings us to the to the kind of the musical side of things. Mm. So tell us, uh, you know, what's what's happening with Reverend and the Makers. Well, I think I'm allowed to talk about it now. I think uh, it's been announced. We're releasing our best of compilation later this year, which is really exciting. It's a bit weird thinking that we're at a place where we can release the best of. It's, <laughs> it's certainly not like we're releasing it and then and we're finishing it and everything. We're, we're going to carry on, but it's uh, it just seemed like the right time to kind of put a load of songs on an album that you know we 
enjoy listening to and, and think that you know it's we've done so much stuff now we've done six albums in and you know it's nice to sort of put all our favorites together for people to to enjoy again and and it allows us to to revisit some stuff that we've you know we've not maybe listened to or played live for a while and yeah it's just a really exciting thing moving forward so excellent so when can yeah. we expect it so that'll be out i think september that we're aiming for um and then yeah there'll be some gigs around it as well tour in october time so yeah really excited and and yeah again coming back with the beer the greatest hit you know it's uh, it all kind of ties in and i think later in the year there's going to be a a bottle run of the summer ale but for now it's something it's just going to be cask for now but okay. yeah so excited for that later in the year looking forward to it yeah. um i mean you've got a relatively busy summer anyway mm-hmm. um i know you're at, you're at tram lines again yeah, yeah. uh back on the main stage what what else is happening over the summer so yeah, we've got tram lines. Why not? We're doing again. Kendall, we're at Kendall again. Uh, I've got a, a couple of gigs with Noel Gallagher doing uh, one down in Exeter in a castle, which should be quite interesting. <laughs> and yeah, it's just just busy festivals again. And I say yeah, and a tour later in the year. But yeah, we're we're sort of really busy. There's there's lots of irons in the fire moving forward. But just for now, we're just focusing on on the yeah, the best of and getting that out. And and yeah. Um, Adam and I, we were both at um, the Tram Lines last year, yep. uh, and I was there when you guys were, were on, yeah, and yeah, went yeah. down an absolute storm, you mm. know, the weather was perfect, it was a beautiful day, I think Mr Motivator had been on first, getting everyone <laughs> yeah, warmed up, yeah. doing a great job. Um, what What is that like? Because it's hard to imagine, kind of like, you know, you, you sort of hometown crowd, yeah. um, and, and getting that kind of reaction it's i've been mean, are there any words that that can kind of sum up what that what that feels like um i don't know really it's difficult it, it was pretty i mean it was the reaction was was pretty unexpected i mean we we, we obviously obviously with sheffield band and, and whenever we play in sheffield it's it's amazing but i think it was just because with the move to hillsborough park last year with tram lines and it being sort of all on one side and i think i think there was over thirty thousand people, and just that sheer number of people, you know, we, we've we've done big gigs before, you know, so we toured at the Oasis when they did uh, Wembley Stadium and stuff like that. So we've played to a lot of people, but obviously that's not our crowd. Whereas being in Sheffield and tram lines and yeah, it, it did it, it was quite amazing the reaction, and it 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 was difficult to take it in at the time. And I'm looking forward to doing it again this year, so I can try and appreciate it a little bit more. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, it was it was pretty special. But yeah, it was just, like I said, the weather was great, and we you know the Everly Pregnant Brothers won a couple of bands before us, and they were brilliant and really got the crowd going. And yeah, it was just an amazing day, an amazing weekend, and yeah, yeah, it was uh, really looking forward to this year. So. I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but I've got to kind of ask a lot of people thinking, ah, well, greatest hits coming out. That's going to be that's going to be them packing up then and yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and concentrating on solo projects for uh, for a while. Um, is um, is it the end or does, well, does the project go on? No, no, it, it goes on. Obviously, we, we I say we've um, we've got um, a few irons and a few fires, and we're just waiting to see which ones kind of catch really. But uh, talking of solo projects, I've, I've actually recorded a solo album myself, and that'll be out early next year. So that's okay. that's pretty exciting. Um, more details of that to follow. But yeah, now we, we're definitely there's 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 a few things that we're we're definitely working on. Um, can't really say too much about them, but they're very exciting, very interesting, shall we say. So yeah, yeah it's definitely not the end. And bring on the summer ale. Bring on the bring summer on the ale, summer indeed, ale, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. a big fan, aren't you? Yeah, I, I was just saying to you before, yeah. uh, you know, going back to it, but um, 
it genuinely is a beer that comes into my mind probably every four to five months thinking, <laughs> oh, I remember drinking that summer. I want to try it before. I'm thinking about it. It's probably one of the earlier kind of popular keg-based beers thinking mm. about then. I mean, it's mm. really popular now, but you know, I mean, you only got a few kind of keg lines back in 2012. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's that refreshing, fruity, citrusy beer yeah. under 5%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's interesting you say about the keg thing. It really, it really has taken off, hasn't it? And mm. I guess we did, we did we made a conscious decision to do it in keg and bottle to appeal to sort of all the classic sort of rev fans who maybe you'd think maybe are more sort of lager drinkers, and and yeah. we, we really wanted to try and open out to those people, and and I think it really worked actually because it ended up brewing it I think most of the summer that year. And Felt like it was out for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was quite a long time. So yeah, it was it's quite important these kind of gateway beers, aren't Absolutely, they? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're thinking about it. Not, yeah. not everyone's a kind of a, oh, a craft ale or an ale drinker, no, no, no. but having those beers that bridge that gap, something yeah. like that summer ale. So if you know if anybody does you know catch this, maybe wanted to find out about Rem the Makers yeah, and yeah. not into beer, then probably might be a good beer for them to look out for. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. Um, is it exactly the same recipe? Or have you tweaked it a little? I believe it is, yeah. Dusted it off. I've, 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 yes, I'm left. Because like hops kind of change over time, don't they? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess, table. yeah, obviously it might not be exactly the same, like you say, with different sort of the hops do change year to year, but I think, yeah, I think we're aiming for the for the same recipe and, and everything, so. Looking forward to it. Yeah, much fingers so, yeah. crossed. <laughs> watch, it, watch it be horrible now. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. forward to uh, trying it, hopefully in the pub that we're sat in right now. Mm. It'll, be, uh, it'll be perfect. Um, right, let's talk Peak Ender a little bit because it is fast approaching. We are, what, barely a couple of months away now from yeah. Peak Ender. It's coming around really fast. Yeah, about two months away, I think. Um, wow. Yeah, it's all coming together pretty nicely, to be fair. we're um, tickets, are, tickets are selling pretty fast now. We're... Uh, almost out of living vehicle spaces we actually released um some extra spaces about a week ago because we, we we sold out um but we've sort of wiggled things around a bit to make sure people who want to bring their camper vans or caravans can do so um but even with that we've only got about five left so if you if you're bringing a living vehicle get booking um glamping spots are selling fast as well but yeah we've got a really like really good lineup this year uh the beer talks will be announced at the end of June, uh, but I can confirm we've got Emma Inch, who is British Beer Writer of the Year. She's coming to do a talk, um, and all the breweries who we've got on board will be coming along um, and doing the usual tastings. Um, and if you've been to Peak Ender before, you'll know you get quite a few quite a few beers uh, during the yeah. tastings usually, so they're usually good to come along to. Uh, Brewery-wise, we've got a smashing lineup this year. I think we've got about 17 breweries now. We've just wow. confirmed Stone and Wood from Australia. Um, they're the latest to be confirmed. And then we've got, uh, who have we got coming? Tiny Rebel, Siren. We've got uh, Firestone Walker, confirmed them quite recently in Brooklyn. Um, North, Northern Monk, Magic Rock, Hawkshead, Roosters. So a few old favourites. And then we've got like guys like Wonder Beyond who are pretty new, um, but are kind of making some noise which is which is really nice we always like to invite a few sort of fairly new breweries to you know along to kind of give them the chance to showcase their stuff along more established uh, more established people and we're doing a peak ender fringe festival this year wow. as well so the week running up to peak ender we'll have events on at some of the thornbridge pubs um with some breweries who won't be at peak ender 
in the fields as such, but they'll be pouring their beers up at the tap room during the weekend. And we're hoping to have some meet the brewers up at the tap room as well. So get people up to the tap room um, to do some brewery tours and just check out what's going on there. Um, what else have we got confirmed? Music. So the music lineup's looking pretty good. Excellent. Um, we've got Papa Soul head headlining Saturday night. So they're cool. like a Sheffield funk and soul band. And then we've got kind of a range of pop, indie, indie rock, rock kind of uh, bands. Sort of quite a lot from Sheffield in the local area because we wanted to keep it as kind of um, local as possible, really. And then we've got um, a few bands from Liverpool, Manchester. A few have played tramlines before, um, so it should be a really, really nice lineup coming together. Uh, and what else? We've got beer yoga. The return of beer yoga this year. <laughs> this went down pretty well last year, if I remember. <laughs> no, it was absolutely. I, I missed it, unfortunately. Yeah, there was about forty people doing beer yoga in uh, in one of the tents. We were like, right, do it yeah. again. And we've got the McKellar Running Club going on as well. Um, so for all those people who want to get up at nine o'clock in the morning and uh, go on the take, running club take a bit of guilt. Feel, feel free yeah. <laughs> I potentially will not be partaking um, and just generally all of the kind of family friendly stuff as well we've got face painter coming and bouncy castle and there'll be some other kind of family based kids events going on throughout the weekend because we like to make sure we include them as much as possible kids go free to Peekender anyone up to the age of 18 goes free um, so we like to make sure that everyone can bring the family in. As much as it is, you know, a beer festival, um, it's very, very family friendly as well, and it's a really, really nice vibe. So we want everyone to feel welcome and included. Um, food vendors, we've got about 15, 16 food vendors again this year, and we've got a really nice selection. Some who've been in previous years, some new. Um, we've got Donna Summer, who I'm really excited about because they're. Well, they're like vegan kebabs, yeah. which I'm I've not had vegan. I've a few times, well, it's really good. I'm, really good. I'm not even vegan, but I I'm not vegan, but I could be converted, yeah, with uh, with them. And Dim Sum Sue's coming back this year. She was really popular last year. She had a queue pretty much the entire weekend. Um, uh, Reds, Prove. So, so yeah, so we've got cool. a selection of food. Um, so it should be a really really good do hopefully this weather mm -hmm. will stave off a little bit and uh, the sunshine will break out it'll be fine it'll be beautiful yeah just don't, I mean, we'll... just don't think about it no no that's <laughs> it we'll, uh, well, in the car we'll have a spray. chat with the weatherman <laughs> and see what we can yeah, we see can what we can it. work out um so anyone that's not got tickets yet but, this is their kind of final shout you've yeah, got to get on with it where yeah. else are they head to peakender.co.uk uh, all your information's on there about the music lineup beer everything really but they are selling really fast, so it cool. is it is good to, to get moving. Okay. Um, closing thoughts on Lucas then. Adam, you enjoyed it? I don't drink much of it. Generally, it's not my usual style, but this tastes awesome in cans. It's mm. like a, it does taste nice. It has, it? It has that enough flavour as well. It's not, don't, don't, don't think you're getting a small can of a, a low-strength lager and it's going to be any run-of-the-mill lager. That's really super tasty, that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Very Moorish. Yeah, it is. I'm savouring. Savouring that much more. Almost gone. Thumbs up from Adam. Thumbs up from Ed, you a fan? Uh, absolutely, I'm just waiting for another one to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll crack them open now. Um, right, brilliant. We will be uh, back with the next episode of Beer Here Now next month, which is going to be something a little bit different because 
Adam, me and you are going to have to do some actual work, yeah. I'm afraid. Actual work. Yeah, <laughs> no, no sitting around just chatting around a microphone, drinking beer. We are being put to some manual labour. Yeah, his hands dirty. We are indeed. So uh, we will report back in July. Uh, guys, thank you very much. Reps, thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you back here in July.